I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today is beating sugar cravings. Because sugar is one of the most addictive foods in the world, even more addictive than many drugs, legal and illegal. And so we got to come up with ways to beat this sugar addiction because we all know sugar is not good for us. I don't think anybody out there is saying, we need to eat more sugar, unless maybe you manufacture sugar. And we all know it's bad for us, but the problem is that it's so tempting. It stimulates those pleasure centers in your brain, the nucleus acubens, and it releases dopamine, and dopamine gives you pleasure. And then you get a little bit of pleasure, you need more to stimulate that same pleasure release. So sugar is a tricky thing. And I'm sure there was a time uh, in evolution, way back in time, where it was good to have this craving because you needed sugar for fuel. But now we get plenty of sugar. We don't have to worry about storing sugar in our society. And so we've got to come up with ways that we can beat these sugar addictions. And I want to give you a ton of different things that you can do. Because if you start taking just a few of these steps, it's going to work wonders. Now, step number one, I say this a lot, get the bad foods out of the house. If you have bad food in your house, the chances are pretty strong that you're going to eat it. Unless you're better than I am, and you probably are, but unless you're better than me, if there's bad food in the house, you're going to eat it. Now, I'm a vegan. I haven't had any animal products in 34, 35 years. It helps because a lot of bad food has animal products and have eggs in it, has uh, milk in it. And so I could look at something and go, oh, that looks really good. Oh, carrot cake. Oh, 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 has eggs in it. I can't eat it. Oh, look at those crackers. Oh, they have milk in them. So one of the tricks I have to use because I'm, I enjoy those pleasure rushes just as much as you do, is that if it has animal products in it, I don't eat it. So it's just a good rule to follow. And it's also a lot cheaper because you put a lot of things back on the shelf. So getting the bad foods out of the house is going to be the key. If you have bad foods in the house, the chances are you're going to eat them. I know one of the things I did in the past was, well, I have a little bit of ice cream in my house. Let me just finish it. Then it won't be here anymore. Well, that's really stupid logic is what it is, but it's because the sugar is calling you. It's stimulating those pleasure centers in your brain. So if you're eating... Uh, higher protein foods. Like people say, well, Dr. Joe, I can't eat just a salad. I don't feel full. Well, throw some beans on there, black beans, uh, uh, split peas if you wanted to, lentils if you wanted to, nuts. Uh, That's going to help fill you up. And I have a salad at least once a day. And one of the tricks I do is I'll put some nuts on there and then it becomes a meal. If I just eat a salad, just broccoli and cucumbers and tomatoes and avocados, well, not avocados, they're high in fat. Um, But lettuces, I don't feel full. Come on, let's get real. But we throw some heavier foods in there. That's great. And so the healthy fats are going to help with that as well. Fiber is going to be a key. Most people don't eat nearly enough fiber. Fiber helps you stay fuller longer. So what happens is in your colon and in your stomach, uh, when your colon, anyway, you have something called stretch receptors. And when the colon is, is relaxed and there's nothing in there, the colon's kind of small. It's like a rubber band tube. And as it fills up, it starts to expand and expand and expand. And then these stretch receptors fire off. They send messages up to the brain saying, okay, I'm getting too full. And then the bowels will contract and you go to the bathroom. That's how, that's how you get that feeling to go to the bathroom works. But if you're eating a low fiber diet, it doesn't really stretch out these stretch receptors. And so you eat more food and it doesn't pass out of you. So fiber is going to be a key to get everything moving along. Another thing that happens is you might have a candida infection. 
It's a major cause of sugar cravings. So how do you know you have candida is a yeast? And what happens is the yeast grows in your colon. You have a bunch of bacteria in your colon, good bacteria, about over 100 different types. And you also have something in there called candida, which is a yeast. Now, if you take antibiotics, whether medicinally, maybe you have to take them for medicine, or you're eating foods that are high in antibiotics, commercial meats, commercial dairy products, it's little doses of antibiotics every time you eat one, chlorinated water acts like an antibiotic, uh, artificial sweeteners act as an antibiotic, glyphosate, which is a weed killer, acts as an antibiotic. You get that in a lot of non-organic foods and non-organic meats because the animals eat it and it builds up in their fat cells. So you kill off the bacteria in your colon on a regular basis, but these antibiotics don't affect the yeast. Now, the yeast is there to help break down sugars. It's necessary. It's part of your colon. But if the bacteria die out, the yeast start to multiply. And when the yeast multiply, they burrow holes in your colon and they travel through the blood system and they set up shop in warm, moist places. The mouth, the vagina, the armpits, the crotch, the feet. And so then you can get these what's called systemic yeast infections. So if you have uncontrollable sugar cravings and you just can't figure it out, here's what I want you to do. Put a glass of water next to your bed, a clear glass of water. Tomorrow, uh, tonight, tomorrow morning when you wake up, get a big mouthful of spit. Scrape your tongue, get a big mouthful of scrape your tongue with your teeth and spit into the glass. You can wait up to an hour. And if you start to see little tentacles come down, looks like a, 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 a jellyfish, that usually is an indication that you have what's called a systemic yeast infection. If you have that, you need to call our office. It's pretty complicated process, not complicated, but it's, it's, it's a step-by-step process. I'm going to strongly advise you do to wipe out the yeast infection. And it's important you do that because you can do everything in the world, but the, the yeast is eating up the sugar. And so your blood sugar is going to dr- crash and your body's going to say, I need more sugar. It's going to increase the sugar craving. So yeast infections can be a very serious health issue, but it could be the reason why you have such bad sugar cravings. And if you need to contact us, our website is drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com. So you want to aim for about 30 or 40 grams of fiber a day. Most people get way below that. So you want to start consuming high-fiber foods, especially vegetables, nuts, and seeds, because they're going to push the sugar through the colon and give you a slow release of sugar. So good sources of fiber, what are they? People, what's a good source of fiber? You like wheat bran? No, not wheat bran. That's a bad one because it has, uh, it has uh, um, chemicals in it, uh, gluten, that can irritate the bowels. Avocados, pears, uh, berries, coconut, figs, artichokes. Love artichokes, by the way. Best artichoke recipe in the world. It's in my book, Eating Right for the Health of It, but I digress. Peas, okra, uh, acorn squash, Brussels sprouts, turnips, black beans, chickpeas, lima beans, split peas, lentils, quinoa, all great sources of fiber. If you're going to do rice, I recommend you switch it out with quinoa. If you've never had quinoa, Q-U-I-N-O-A, switch it out with quinoa. I like it better, to be honest with you, but that's just me. Also important to eat fiber because fiber is not just a regulator. Fiber can help with the following health conditions. Hardening of the arteries, arteriosclerosis. As a chiropractic team, we see hardening of the arteries on a regular basis in our office. We take x-rays, and if we can see the hardening of the arteries on the x-rays, it's already pretty far gone. Cancer. My gosh, folks, it drives me insane when I see some traditional cancer treatments, and they're giving people sugars and breads and cookies and cakes. And uh, one of the things I, I almost lost my mind over is I saw a bake sale one time to raise money for cancer research. That's like job security. If I keep people on sugar, good. It's good for us. We're going to have to do more cancer research. So I digress. Other things fiber helps with. Colitis, constipation, Crohn's disease, diabetes, diarrhea, diverticulitis. See, I've got it all in alphabetical order here. Hemorrhoids, heart disease, hypertension, irritable bowel syndrome, kidney stones, obesity, peptic ulcer, 
premenstrual syndrome. Fiber is such a key. And I can't tell you how many patients have come to me over the years and switched from a traditional standard American diet or the SAD diet, standard American diet. And they switch to a plant-based diet and they'll say, Dr. Joe, my PMS is almost non-existent now. Men and women are like, oh my God, thank you. You gave me my wife back. So it's incredible when you go to a more plant-based diet. I don't see any downside to going to a plant-based diet, especially it can help with sugar cravings. That's what we're talking about today. So consuming sour foods. When I get a sugar craving, I'll eat something sour or salty because it resets my brain. So if I'm craving cookies, oh man, those cookies look good, those cookies look good. You might want to eat something uh, like a sauerkraut, uh, kimchi. I don't know if your kimchi is, it's a Korean food and it's really good. If you're going to buy kimchi or sauerkraut though, don't buy them commercially in a jar because chances are they've been pasteurized. If it says not pasteurized, that's okay. But when you pasteurize the kimchi, the sauerkraut, you kill off the good bacteria. Same thing with yogurt. In kefir, people say, well, you know, yogurt's high in probiotics. Well, not really, because after they pasteurize it, it kills a lot of them. If you make your own, it's probably fine then. But sour foods, apple cider vinegar is great. If you want to, if you got bad sugar cravings, take a shot of raw organic apple cider vinegar, just a teaspoon or a tablespoon or two. Now, I have trouble doing that because I don't like sour. I have a genetic distaste for sour. Um, but I'll do it and then I'll chug something right after that. You know, water, uh, I like ginger tea, so I'll do it with ginger tea. And that seems to help tremendously. Uh, but if you got those sugar cravings, have something sour or something with probiotics. Like I said, sauerkraut or kimchi would be good. Uh, apple cider vinegar, you can just mix it with some water. Amazing how it breaks those sugar cravings, which is kind of neat. Uh, kombucha is a sweet food, but it's fermented. It's not that sweet, but you might want to try kombucha. Coconut kefir, because kefir is like a thin yogurt. I'd rather you do it with coconut milk than cow's milk, because again, I'm not an advocate of dairy products. Uh, miso, tempeh, even olives, pickles. Real quick trick, you know, have yourself a, a, a dill pickle. And you'll be amazed how quickly that starts to break those sugar cravings as well. If you have to have something sweet, I use stevia. Now, there's three different types of stevia. I want to make sure you get the right type. Green leaf stevia, least process of all of it. The leaves have been basically dried and ground into a powder. This stevia is sweet, it's slightly bitter, and it isn't quite as potent as the white powders. Uh, it's about 30 to 40 times sweeter than sugar, and this type of stevia is going to be your best kind. If you have a garden, you can get stevia and, and, and these big box, the big uh, stores that sell plants, and I've seen it a lot in the past couple of years, and you can actually grow your own stevia. Take the leaves, dry them out. It's amazing what happens. Um, and then you have your own stevia, which is fine. If you use the powdered stevia, the stevia extract, they extract the sweetener. It's a little less bitter than the stevia leaf. It doesn't have all the health benefits of the stevia leaf because, again, it's a processed food. But this type of stevia may be a better option than the regu than regular sweeteners, but there aren't a lot of studies available showing its effects. It's about 200 times sweeter than sugar. I use the, those two types of stevia. I'm perfectly fine with them. I use them just about every day. I have tea sitting in front of me right here in the studio, and that's the kind that I use. Now, there's also altered stevia. These are the commercial ones. You might I won't say the brand names, but the two big companies – that now make the commercial stevia are owned by the two biggest soda companies. So years ago, I remember I got hired. I do a lot of public speaking and I'll get hired as a speaker. Companies will bring me in and this one big soda company, massive soda company, I guess the biggest in the world, called me up, said, Dr. Joe, we want you to come give a lecture to our workers because you're the number one health speaker in the world. And I said, do you know who I am? 
<laughs> you sure you want me to come speak to your soda company? They said, oh, no, absolutely. Everyone knows who you are. You're Dr. Joe, and we want you, and we'd be honored, and they paid me. And I said, okay. And I said, I'm not a big fan of sugar, high fructose corn syrup, or artificial sweetener. And the lady said something interesting. She goes, we tell our drivers not to use the artificial sweetener sodas because it can cause headaches and vision issues. And I thought, wow. So I went there, and I saw I took a tour to play place and there was a research and development area. So I went in and I had my guns loaded. I was ready to yell and scream and jump up and down. Why aren't you using Stevia? This is years before Stevia was popular. And I thought they were going to make up some bogus excuse, blah, 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 whatever. And they said to me at the time, this is years ago, we, there's a not enough Stevia in the world to meet our needs. When there's enough Stevia in the world, we'll switch to Stevia. I was blown away. Because they don't want to use these artificial sweeteners. I mean, it, there's no secret that these artificial sweeteners have side effects and can be dangerous. I mean, everyone knows that. That's not a, like a surprise. But they didn't have any alternative. Now you're starting to see a lot of the soda companies starting to use stevia. And probably in the next five or 10 years, artificial sweeteners will go to the wayside and stevia will come into play. But these commercial stevias um, that using by, by the big names... Uh, really isn't stevia. It's The problem is the stevia products are processed and they add other ingredients to it. So I wouldn't recommend that one. Uh, the point cannot be stressed enough. Not all stevia products are the same. And there's a huge difference between consuming real stevia and chemically processed stevia. And again, if you have sugar cravings, uh, we have a supplement. It's at our office. It's not on our website. It's called Gymnema. And Gymnema is a supplement that helps stabilize your blood sugar. And a little trick that I recommend people, if you're just going nuts, you're just jonesing for sugar, uh, Jones in his real bad cravings for you young kids. It's an old term. If you Jones in for sugar, what you can do is take one of these capsules, a capsule actually, and chew it. Now, it doesn't taste good, but that's not why I want you to do it. But if you chew it and then try eating something sweet, it has no flavor. It has a way of numbing your sweet taste buds. And then you can hopefully say, well, I ate a cookie. It didn't even taste good. I didn't even want it anymore. If you take it internally, it helps stabilize your blood sugar. But if you chew it, it works wonders too for emergencies, emergency cases only. Uh, and of course, super greens an essential source. Those are the two minimum supplements everybody should be taking every day. And they're on our website, drjoe.com. But the super greens an essential source work wonders for craving your, uh, curbing your sugar cravings because when you're hungry, you're not hungry for food, you're hungry for nutrition. And super greens an essential source, the minimum amount of supplements you should take every day, the minimum nutrition you need every day. And so many people have told me over the years that when they take that, they have no sugar cravings. And I hear this almost every day. People will say, Dr. Joe, when I take Super Greens and Essential Source, I save money. And the first time I heard it, I didn't understand. I said, what do you mean? They said, I'm eating so much less food because I'm eat taking the Super Greens and Essential Source that it multiple times pays for itself because I'm not eating as much. And they're losing weight. They're feeling better. It's helping their health. So I don't really see a downside in taking all the nutrients that you need and things like super greens and essential source. And those two supplements, their powders are on my website, drjoe.com. Other things you can do, if you have to have sugar, you can use honey, make sure it's raw honey. If it's not raw honey, chances are it's been filtered. It may come from other countries. It's been pasteurized. Not a big fan of honey. I like it. Works really good in ginger tea. Um, but if you have to have something, at least honey is going to not be just pure processed sugar. Uh, dates, dates are loaded with potassium, copper, iron, man magnesium, manganese, B6. Uh, they're from the date palm tree, easily digested, and they help metabolize proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. So that might be an option as well. Now, in my book, Eating Right for the Health of It, I have a lot of recipes in that book. I, I told you how to make almond milk. And you can take almonds and, and put them in a food processor with some water, grind them up, and squeeze them through a cheesecloth. 
You don't have to cheese, squeeze them through a cheesecloth if you don't want to. And then add a little bit of date to it, and the date will add a, a little sweetness to it. But dates might be a nice treat. And the other thing, too, is you can't eat a lot of dates. They're so rich. So if you have one or two dates, that's plenty. Coconut sugar. More and more people are switching to coconut sugar. Not a great choice, but it's a better choice than using uh, the processed white sugars. There are uh, things now out for bakers, and it's most it's mostly stevia with some processed sugar in it, and it works really well. It's way less calories, it's way sweeter, uh, and it works really well for baking as well, so that might be something you might want to consider. Maple syrup, the darker the color, the better. Uh, make sure it's organic, but maple syrup might be a better choice too. Blackstrap molasses, that's made from raw cane sugar. It's made by boiling it until it's a sweet syrup. Now, blackstrap, blackstrap molasses comes from the third boiling. They boil it, you know, three times, concentrating its nutrients, and it gives a, thick, a rich flavor. Pretty strong flavor. Uh, you might want to try it, you know, taste it before you use it. It's a, it's, it's an acquired taste. Uh, balsamic glaze is wonderful. I'm Italian, of course. I love things with a balsamic vinegar. Loaded with antioxidants. It has enzymes in it. Um, bananas are a great source of fiber and potassium, good source of B6. They're also naturally sweet, and you can mix it in with foods if you're using it. The key is to try to use as much whole foods as possible. When I say whole foods, less processed. So even jams, you can just take uh, in my food, book, Eating Right for the Health of It, I tell you how to make your own jams. Take some dried fruit, organic dried fruit, soak it overnight, and then just whip it up. And then you've got your own jellies and jams. So you don't have to add any extra sugar to it. It's still sweet, plenty sweet, gosh knows. But you can make your own jams that way. It works really well. So what we're talking about today is beating those sugar cravings. And so many people have them, and it's so dangerous uh, with these sugar cravings because once you once you start getting hooked on these things and once your brain is stimulated, it's really hard to break the habit. And the key, again, if you're just tuning in, you want to get the bad food out of the house. If you have breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas in the house, you got to get them out of the house because you're going to eat them. Now, pasta, maybe not so much, or cake. I have some cake mixes. Somebody gave me organic cake mixes. Uh, and I've had them for years because it would take work to do it. And when I get a sugar craving, I want it now. I don't want it tomorrow. I don't want it an hour from now. I want it now. And so what we do is we got to break those sugar cravings. We said earlier uh, that we can do eat something sour like a pickle. Really good for breaking that. Now, I said something salty too, but I realized don't eat chips that are loaded with salt because the, salt, the chips are made with grains, which are sugar, and that's going to counter, be counterproductive. So... Uh, something sweet, something sour, apple cider vinegar works real well, really good ways to curb those cravings. Now, the sugar processed food and beverage industry has fought really hard to make sure that we keep these things in our food supply. And people say, too, why isn't the government protecting us if it's so bad? This is a free country, folks. I'm a capitalist. If you want to do things, that's great, man, as long as it's, it's legal and you're not hurting anybody. Well, if not hurting anybody without their consent, that's fine. But you're giving someone consent to hurt you if you're putting bad foods in your body. So why would you do that? I don't understand it. Because, well, I do understand it because you're getting high from it. So you can't blame anybody else but yourself. A lot of money is spent. And scientific integrity can be altered depending on how you want to read a study, how you want to read a, a statistic. And so it, it's, it's profit-driven. Of course it is. Dozens of scientists uh, at three major universities Educational websites are out there to talk about the truth. So there's one called sugarscience.org, and that might give you more information, but you really don't need more information, folks. Don't eat so much sugar. It's just that simple. 
And remember, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, chips, these are all sugars. Now, as a chiropractor, when patients come in our offices, and I'm a pain management doctor as well, I'm, I'm board certified in pain management uh, and orthopedics and nutrition. But when patients come in our office, many times they'll say, Dr. Joe, I want to get out of pain. And I'll say, okay, if we give you the best chiropractic care in the world, and I can't say we're the best, but I come to my offices. I can go anywhere in the world and I come to my doctors because I just, I think they're awesome. And we can give you the best chiropractic care in the world, or you can take the best medicine in the world. You have the best surgeon in the world working on you, the best physical therapy in the world. But if you keep poisoning yourself, the body isn't going to heal as best it can. Every patient that comes in our office, we do a nutritional evaluation on. We offer it to them anyway, 99% of them want to do it because we want to get the, get the body chemically balanced as well as physically balanced. And a lot of doctors will send us their patients because they're not nutrition experts, chiropractors, medical doctors, surgeons, uh, neurosurgeons, vascular surgeons say, Dr. Joe, listen, man, we got this patient. We did this, this, and this to them. Will you do a nutritional workup for us so that we can try to get to the cause of their problems and try to get them better as fast as possible? Now, who loses in that? Nobody. The doctor's success rate goes up and doctors, they're judged by their success rate. And if people die, they're judged by that too. There's this, this scales that doctors are on. And so the better results they get, the better it's going to be for them. The patient's going to be happy. They're going to refer their, their friends to us, to them, to everyone. Patients get healthier. Nobody loses when you get healthy. That's why as a chiropractor, we are the most effective, least expensive treatment for pain. If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, headaches, tingling, folks, go to a chiropractor first. If it's something we can't help, we'll refer you to somebody else. Maybe we'll co-manage the case with another doctor. But it's the most effective, least expensive. I don't understand for the life of me why chiropractic is not the portal of entry for every pain patient in the world. I can't understand that. And I believe in my, my lifetime, I'll see that happen. And the, people say every day, why didn't I do this sooner? Why did I spend so much money on something that was so easy to fix? Some things aren't easy to fix. Sometimes we have to get medical evaluations. And when we do, sometimes it's chiropractic case still, sometimes it's not. But we want to fix the diet as well. We want to get the body healthy. That's why the minimum supplement should be super greens and essential source. They're on the website, drjoe.com. I take omega-3 fatty acids every day. That's on the website. I take adrenal support. At my age, a lot of stress in my life. I want to keep the adrenal glands healthy. I take that every day. I take glutathione. Glutathione helps my immune system. Take that every day. In the winter, I take vitamin D. So I take a handful of supplements every day, but it's still way less expensive I mean, I can't remember the last time I had to get a medical evaluation for any, I had an MRI of my neck a while ago because I had a neck injury, but I can't remember the last time, maybe it was 30, 40 years ago, I had to get a medical evaluation. So I'm not saying we don't need medicine, believe me, we do, but we want to take the burden off those doctors by getting you well before you even get to that point. If you want to make an appointment to come see us, you can do it on our website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. We'd love to help you out. And on the website, over a thousand hours of podcasts as well. So we're talking about sugar. There's all sorts of sugar. There's uh, fructose, glucose, maltose, honey, agave, uh, table sugar, high fructose corn syrup, natural fructose. By the way, agave, don't use agave. Fructose is the, the one that's in our diet that's so bad for us. Uh, glucose is used by the cells. You put glucose in the body, the cells use it as fuel. Fructose, which is another type of sugar, has to be converted into glucose. And when the fructose converts into glucose, the body produces something called uric acid. Uric acid gets in your joints and it hurts. Now I'm a chiropractor, a pain management expert. So when patients come to us, we want to get them out of pain as quickly as possible. I got to get them off their fructose because fructose is producing uric acid. Uric acid prevents the body from producing nitric oxide. Nitric oxide opens up the blood vessels. 
It increases circulation, which flushes out waste products, helps the healing process, brings down inflammation. And so by eating fructose, it's so, so dangerous for so many different levels. And where do we get our fructose from in, in, in current times? High fructose corn syrup. Refined sugar and processed fr fructose are two of the worst, and fructose is even worse than the glucose. So sugar cane and beets are used in sugar production, and there are high concentrations of sugar, but then they take out all the nutrients, and they, like I said, we boil it down, we get blackstrap molasses, and we take everything out of it, and what's left is that plain white sugar. So a candy bar, one candy bar can have 10 teaspoons of sugar. You have to walk an hour a day just to not put on additional weight by eating one candy bar a day. And most people are eating candy bars, you're not walking. Folks, I'm almost out of time. If you have any questions, send them to me through my website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. Over a thousand hours of podcasts there. Type in what you're looking for, hit enter, and you, we have, we've probably done a show, written an article, uh, done a lecture on it. Uh, if not, you can always send me further questions through the website, drjoe.com. More than happy to help you. If you want to make an appointment to come see us in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We would love to be your doctor. We work with most insurance companies, car accidents. Folks, if you've ever been in a car accident, ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged, you need to come see us right away. You can do it at drjoe.com. Uh, the supplements we talked about are all on our website, drjoe.com. The podcasts are there. It's a great source of information. Spend some time there. You're going to be very happy. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Tell your friends about the show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app.